<laughs> okay, your laughter is terrifying. My laughter is beautiful and serene. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's amazing. Damn, we almost made it through the intro. No. Shit. <laughs> well, you know what? Damn. Three strikes. Yes. You're out. Disclaimer. Podcast over. Sarah got kicked out. <laughs> Disclaimer. You may. No. Cuss before it even begins. Um, we are a podcast who cusses, so if you are easily offended, if you are near someone who's easily offended, uh, or if you're at work or with tiny humans, just go away. Just go away. Listen to, us, listen to us another time. Or turn on another podcast where they don't say things like fuck right at the beginning. All the good podcasts do, though. Yeah, all the cool ones. <laughs> all the cool kids do. All uh, the cool kids do. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Fanficking-tastic. Where we read fanfiction occasionally and are fucking fantastic. It's true. That's right, yeah. Um, that's Sarah. And that's Ashley. I know. I switched it up. I thought it'd confuse you a yeah, little bit. It's cool. Just <laughs> make my brain work. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I wanted to see if you were awake. I am awake. I'm always awake. <laughs> wow. Someone earlier today said something about being tired, and I was like, oh, shock. man, if one day I can wake up not tired, I think I might die of shock. And they were like, and I'm like, yeah, like, I've woken up tired every day for like 20 years and they're like you should get some sleep and then I started laughing real loud and like awkwardly and it was really funny just for you it was real funny yeah. just for you it was just a that was just a you show uh yeah it was real funny in my head they probably just didn't get it they probably did not get it yeah but it was real funny for me <laughs> so hi everybody what's up how you doing um I don't know. it's been a weird week right yeah <laughs> This week is, yeah, this week can suck my donkey dog. There's dawn. been weird shit happening this week. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan of most of it. No. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's we, cool. The world keeps spinning, so we keep going. And you got to see my glorious visage this evening, so, you know. It did. It does help, it actually. makes everything it better. makes everything better. And you got to hear my kid tell you that she looks so bootyful. <laughs> Pretty full. Pretty full. It was pretty full. She's pretty full. And she's not wrong, so that's good. I know. She is pretty full. Not in the picture I drew for her, but Um, in general. You know what? You exposed her inner terrifying demon self, and that's... (laughs) Drew a nightmare child. That's accurate, so it's fine. (laughs) Also, I'm trying to put together a puzzle... And for I don't, a four-year-old. For a four-year-old, but I'm missing pieces, and I don't know what it's all supposed to look like. So, oh, because you're actually putting together, like, four different puzzles that she's lost pieces for, so who the hell knows? But I feel like all the, the same drawings are... No, you're putting together a mermaid and a pirate. They're not the same puzzle? Nope. <laughs> well, this just got a lot more interesting for me. <laughs> You're putting together a mermaid and a pirate, and those are two separate puzzles. And for everyone else, this is not interesting at fucking all. Oh, well. But that's okay. All right, fine. Interesting. I learned a whole bunch of fun facts today. Would you like to hear a whole bunch of fun facts? Uh, sure. To- are they just, like, random they fun are. facts? They okay. are, in fact, random fun facts. Cool. Yep. So this is uh, from Ranker, right? All right. If, as a Florida human... As a Florida human, okay. You used to live in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are attacked by a gator and your arm is in its jaws, you're supposed to push against it, not try and pull your arm out. Because if you push against it, you can shove its jaw open more. So you can get your arm out. No, the water rushes in and starts to drown it. But what if it attacks you on dry land? Like, because it's in your garage. <laughs> then <laughs> you scream. Because that's the thing that happens. And you know? run. <laughs> Like, you open up your garage door, and bam, there's a gator just chilling in there. I don't like that. Yeah, that happens. I don't like that. No? No. Um, apparently, the the reason why we cheers, right, we clank glasses mm-hmm. and we cheers, uh, comes from a tradition of when, like, medieval times when people were all, like, paranoid mm-hmm. that they were poisoning each other constantly. So what you're supposed to do is cheers really hard so some of your drink sloshes over your into each other's cups. And that proves that you trust each other and you're not poisoning each other. Uh, so that if I poisoned you, I have now po- also poisoned, poisoned me. Yes. Because I've sloshy sloshed the poison into my own cup. Yes. Fascinating. Fascinating, right? Yeah. Um, snails are fascinating creatures. I love snails. They're one of my favorite creatures on the face of the planet. Uh, and 
they can live for a shocking amount of time. Okay. Um, Slightly horrifying, but yes. My snails are awesome. They are. Um, but I can just picture like this really like old fucking snail just like creeping around. Like your average garden snail lives like 10 to 12 years. Okay. And they don't reach sexual maturity until like three years. Okay. So that's kind of amazing. But that's not my fun fact. The fun fact over here is snails can sleep for up to three years when weather doesn't suit them, which is actually makes a lot of sense. I actually knew that snails hibernated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you notice, like during the winter, they're, why are, what is that purple goop that you're putting in your tea? Poison. <laughs> and so we talked about poison and she went and grabbed a, a jar slightly filled with purple goo. Poison. Okay. Yeah, so like you know, how you don't see snails like during winter because they're, they're, they're all they're sleeping. Cold as f- I wish I could sleep because it was cold as fuck. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's amazing. Yep. Okay, and then here's one. The there's like a you know that people don't really understand the difference between a million and a billion, mm-hmm. right? And like people are like, oh, a millionaire, oh, a billionaire. Okay, so if you put it into seconds, a million seconds is twelve days okay. worth of time. A billion seconds. Is 31 years worth of time. Cool. So think of that in money terms. Nobody right. ever needs that much money. <laughs> so if I won Love Island, I would be like 12 days worth of rich. Yes. But if I'm like that Amazon douchebag, I'm like 31 years worth of rich. Yes. Cool. That's exactly how that works. All right. Okay. Good to know. Have you ever wondered how much lie it takes to dissolve a... Uh, uh, 200 pound man um enough that if i order it on amazon some of them might be like hey yes that's a little shady yes apparently 75 pounds of lye heated at 300 degrees will completely dissolve a body of a 220 pound man in about two and a half hours so if i was an amazon uh, warehouse worker yes i could play the fun game of (coughs) murder small shop owner right soap (laughs) maker soap maker or (laughs) Or murderer (laughs) sweet Excellent. Okay. Um, this is one that I, I knew, and you probably know it too, but I don't know if everybody knows it, so I love it. Your brain is always a little bit behind what is actually happening, so we're constantly living in the past because mm-hmm. we can't process information fast enough to ever currently live in the present. So no matter what, we're always in the past. So there you go. Sweet. This one is not fun for anybody who can't read this, but look how terrifying penguins are without skin. They're cuter, <laughs> actually. No, I think they're like warped chickens. I don't like them. It looks like they're wearing little um, flak jackets. <laughs> okay. So in nature, mm-hmm. there's something called the half nipple rule. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess as to what it is? The half nipple rule. A <laughs> uh, half nipple rule in nature? Mm-hmm. If I only bite off half your nipple, it's foreplay? Mm. <laughs> uh, no. It's that most mammals have twice as many nipples as the amount of young they bear. So, like, humans usually only have one baby at a time, but we've we got two, two, titties, two okay. titties. Right? So, usually, the average litter size of a mammal is half. is half of how many nipples they have. Got you. So, if I had 24 nipples... I would, would have, have 12, 12 babies, babies. Yep. on average. Except for possums, which for some reason have an odd number of nipples. <laughs> so they're like Marky Mark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So possums are the Marky Mark of the animal kingdom. Yes. Excellent. Um, okay, so uh, Antarctica, mm-hmm. crazy place, right? Yeah. 750,000 people have been there. That's okay. it. 750,000. Mm-hmm. And 500,000 of those were there in the last 15 years. Well, so man, population surge. That <laughs> makes sense because yes. A, it's cold as fuck. B, it's hard to get there. And C, super inhospitable. Which, have you read the book, The Terror? Yes. I'm listening to it right now. Okay. And I'm like, this is creepy. We're just yeah. world building at the moment. But the fact that they're stuck in ice for 10 months in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with no thank upset. you. I'm upset by it. I am just like, who signs up for this shit? Like, I'm unhappy right now because while it's a balmy 75, going to be 80 this weekend, it's going to go back down to 50 and no fucking thank you. I don't know. Like, I object. 
I object. <laughs> just, like, I'd like to register a complaint. Why is the weather fucking with me Can like Can I this? talk to your manager, please? Yeah, I like it to be 74 all the time. I don't want it to be, you know, enough to kill me because I forgot to put on a face mask. Yeah. You know, while trying to pee. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's, we're just world building and it's terrifying. Yeah. All right, so this is something I didn't know and could probably help me a lot with my uh, directionality blindness. Okay. North and south interstates are odd numbered. Yes. East and west are even. That's true. As you go from west, as you go from west to east, the odd numbered interstates increased and from south to north, the even number ones increased. Three digit ones typically encircle a city. Mhm. That could have helped. If I had known that. Yeah. Yep. That's why the 5 runs the length of the state. That's amazing. Didn't know that. And it does go north and south. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And the two cuts cross. Fantastic. See, yeah. I think that would have helped me a lot. Growing. That's why Route 66 also runs across the country. That makes so much sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So did you know that um, TAG, the, the game, mm-hmm. that TAG actually stands for something? Mm. It's like TIP means to ensure promptness. So I'm going to go with TAG stands for... Uh, touching asses gently. So close. Touch and go. <laughs> you guys want to play touch and asses gently? Yeah. There's like a whole gang of people playing touch his asses gently. <laughs> Just an excuse to kind of grope. Kind of grope. Uh, God. Okay. So there are more children in California mm-hmm. than people in Iowa. Uh, yeah, because California is bigger than most it's countries. Big. It's giant. It's We're huge. fucking huge. I hate it when people from other states are like, oh, well, can't you just go to blah, blah, blah? No, Fuck I can't. You know. Do you know how many states fit inside ours? Like, yeah. they've, they've tried to break us up into four different states. Yeah. Three, yeah, between two and four. Because, like, yeah. It's so big. Half of the other states fit inside our state. Yeah. Like, you could, like, put Rhode Island inside our state, like, 75 times. <coughs> some bullshit. Like, yeah. go away. Here's another population one. There are more dogs in Denver than there are children. That's a lot of fucking dogs. That's a lot of dogs. <laughs> and also, fun. could you imagine if, like, Cujo was a thing in Denver? <laughs> Be terrified. Rip Denver. Right? <laughs> Just, like, kiss anyone you know in that town goodbye. <laughs> okay, so, you know, uh, Julia Roberts. You know of her? Yes. Uh, she of the giant forehead vein, yes. And the weird lips. Uh, yes, but giant forehead vein more than anything because no. that thing is giant. Lips terrify me. Oh, her! I can't stop staring at giant forehead vein. Oh, see, and I think she has like chimpanzee mouth. Every time I look at her, I just see like a chimp who's like baring its teeth and like gonna scream and rip my tongue off in a second. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that. so that's Julia Roberts. Okay. Right. We're so nice. Um, her family. Love you. No, I'm just kidding. I hate all of your movies. That's not true. Aaron Brockovich was okay. I like Mystic Pizza. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's like super. It's like early, like early early '80s Julia Roberts pre Pretty Woman, mm. back before she um, started doing things to her hair. So it was like oh natural, which mm. I really enjoy. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she's a lovely human. Yeah. She's just one of those people that I want to punch in the face for no reason. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Miss Julia Roberts, that lovely human. <laughs> Uh, her parents ran a acting studio, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they had classes for people. And um, some of the children there uh, had some famous parents, including the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His, mm. his children went there. So when Ms. Julie Roberts was born, uh, Dr. King actually paid for her birth, her hospital visit, and all that stuff. That's it, Crazy balls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Alrighty. Alright, and here's like a female power, right? Men are not stronger than women, men are bigger than women. The women's raw powerlifting all-time world record in the 123-pound category is higher than the men's world record in the same category. Hmm. So there you go. 
go ladies. You know, it's like ants are technically stronger than us because they can lift ten times their body weight. They're just really fucking tiny. So we're just as strong or stronger. We're stronger. We're just littler. Yes. Right. We are the ants of the human race. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Um, So, you know, roly-poly bugs? Mm Mm-hmm. They're not bugs. They're arthropods. No, isopods. They're crustaceans. Which actually I know. Cool. Um, they they're they have sea cousins that grow up to like a foot long. Oh yeah, I've seen those things. <laughs> they're they're frightening. <laughs> so that's fun. Nice. Uh, there's one dumbass who was like, Pringles aren't actually potato chips. They're just crushed flakes in the shape. Yeah, of course they are. Did you actually like ever look at a Pringle and think it was a potato chip? No. That's why, like, if you ever get a bat, like a thing of them that's been broken, you're just like, what the fuck is this powder? Mm-hmm. Here's all there. Here's a dumb one that I really like. Okay. Ohio is the only state in the USA that doesn't share a letter with the world word mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like that one. <laughs> that is the dumbest fun fact ever, but it's a fun fact. I know. I like, I like that it. <laughs> uh, and it's also my last one. Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. So I had some things that I had shared to tell you about. Okay. But um, because... Was it bone magic? No. Sorry. It was not bone dots for another time. Okay. Um, but because someone this morning um, shared the 25 best Victorian slang terms. Yay! I was hoping we'd talk about that. Yes. Yes. Uh, which I definitely think we need to bring back. Yes. Because while some of them I could never see working into my everyday life, Mm -hmm. like Bricky. Bricky? Being brave or fearless. (laughs) Not so much. Yes. But I definitely, from this point forward, herefore and henceforth, I'm going to refer to my pants forevermore as gas pipes gas pipes really, you seen where I put my gas pipes really tight pants mm-hmm. because all my pants are gas pipes okay and I'm therefore going to refer to them as such every time I open my sauce box your sauce AKA box my mouth <laughs> I like it yes stick it. it in your sauce box alright um giggle mug is your habitually smiling face, which I don't have. Julia Roberts. I have resting bitch face. Julia Roberts has a giggle mug. She does. There we go. I figured it out. Um, mafficking is what I'm too old to do, so do no more, which is getting rowdy in the streets. Oh. I get rowdy I in the sheets. Haha, <laughs> just joking, I don't. I go to bed. I'm old, <laughs> I'm old and tired. Um, <laughs> you are selling this. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I'm always tired, disclaimer, even when I am mafficking. Mafficking? Mafficking. What's mafficking? Getting rowdy in the streets. Oh. Keep up. All right. But it's okay, cool. It's fine, guys. I'm because listening. Because she is half rats. I'm half rats? AKA partially drunk. Oh. No. Uh, I know. I just like saying that. I was last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last night I had a lot of white Russians. That's cool. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm listening. Some days, some days you just need one. Um, four. <laughs> well, you know what? That's why you can have two at a time because you got two, two daddles. Two daddles? Two daddles over they, your hands. They're my hands? Okay. I want to try and guess them. Okay. Okay. Um, Give me now, another one. But remember, sometimes you can't afford those white Russians. You got to go with some Natty Light because white Russians can be butter upon bacon. Butter upon bacon. That's right. Re- really good shit. Really really good to eat. <laughs> An extravagance. An extravagance. Right. Oh. Butter upon bacon. Yeah. Oh, See? yeah. I get yeah. it. Because, yeah. No, that would be. I don't know. Right. Buttering your bacon mm-hmm. sounds now, awful and wonderful. At the same time. Right. <laughs> now, that Captain Picard. Yes. He's a mighty fine... Mighty fine man. Yes. With a fly rink. Dome. Chrome yeah. dome. Oh! <laughs> yes! I was like, what makes Picard special? Besides Sorry. everything. Every- All right. Everything. <laughs> everything. The fact that he dressed up like a lobster in a bathtub that one time. <laughs> the fact that he knits. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that his wife is my age. <laughs> is that? Is that? Okay. Uh, just... Just check it. <laughs> Props, Picard. Props, Picard. All right. Um, you know what? But some days, 
I just need to curl up in a Snuggie. Okay. And watch myself some shitty, shitty television shows. Because I'm just not up to dick. Not feeling well? Sorry. <laughs> You're not up to dick? Oh, I can see. Like, all right, babe, it's time to do it. No, so, I'm just not, not up, up to, to dick. dick. <laughs> Perfect excuse. But some days, I just need you to come over so we can bitch the pot. Oh, uh, gossip? Pour the tea. Pour the tea. Spill mm. the tea. Oh, I was close. That's it. And then... <laughs> She's just a little ninja. <laughs> That's right. My kid can tell me about how she likes my boobies. Your boobs. That's right. There's, there's no way. That's nothing but boobs. That's right. Yep. And when she shouts about how she wants new bubbies in public, I'll get all poked up. Embarrassed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband will be real sad when my kid kicks him in his tallywags. Testicles. Right. <laughs> I'm getting good at this. Right. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, I have to tell you something real okay. quick. I have a chicken nugget in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so for everybody, one of my absolute favorite moments of all time happened a few days ago when Sarah and the tiny chainsaw came over to my house to hang out. And I was hanging out. <laughs> okay, so a few days ago. Uh, one of my favorite things ever happened. Uh, Sarah and the tiny chainsaw were over at my house hanging out, and I was hanging with chainsaw. And when she leaned over, she goes, "I have a chicken nugget in my pocket." <laughs> it was amazing. And I was like, "Okay, what's it doing there?" She goes, "I'm keeping it safe." <laughs> Oh. And so Sarah, who's silently shaking in laughter, <laughs> reached over into her pocket. Her back pocket. Her no back less. pocket, where indeed there was a chicken nugget. Which that she had, was keeping safe. That she was keeping safe for like many hours. Yeah, at least four or five hours she'd been keeping the chicken nugget safe. It was a pancake. It was... It was fantastic. It was, yeah. It was amazing. Okay, I just had to share that with everybody because it was one of the best things. It was disgusting. It was fantastic. Yes. I loved every moment of it. Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty. Tell me about more of your... Well... Tell me about your... um, your, No, I was going to say tell me about your boobies, but that's not actually what I meant to say. Well, you know what? (laughs) Yes. If I get tight as a boiled owl, I might tell you more about my boobies. Drunk. That's right. All right. And when I do get tight as a boiled owl, I will tell you all about Cupid's kettle drums. Having sex? Those are my boobs. <laughs> Cupid's kettle drums. That's so right. Like, babaloo. <laughs> like, what? I don't know, but again, from here on out, Cupid's kettle drums. Cupid's kettle drums. Right. Okay. So, now, if. I had refused to acknowledge all of those sweet, sweet facts you read to me earlier. Yes. I would be full of pod snappery. Mm, pod snappery. I really like the way that sounds. And I think it means full of brain farts. Uh, no, it literally means a refusal to recognize unpleasant facts. Oh. <laughs> now, whenever I see... Adorable puppies, or <laughs> I, my dog pees on you. <laughs> no, when I come in your house, Barley gets mad as hops. <laughs> he loses his mind and bladder over excitement. He's excitable. Yeah, he is. Yes. He is. No, um, I think we could say that. Hmm. Can you use it in a sentence? Probably. <laughs> my husband is not a gal sneaker. A gal sneaker? A gal sneaker. 
Uh, he is a faithful husband. He is. He's not a seductor of women. Yes. <laughs> True. That's But occasionally, I do got the morbs. Um, got melancholy. A little depressed. A little yes. depressed. I like it. I've got, got the, the morbs. morbs. <laughs> I'm not up to dick. Okay. I got the morbs. <laughs> Those ones are really used in everyday conversation. I'm just not up to dick today, man. I really got the morbs. That's right. <laughs> no. Don't sell me a dog. Do I look fat in this outfit? Ooh, I'm not going to lie to you. That's right. Also, no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I know you tell me the truth, because you're my chuckaboo. That's <laughs> my vanity license plate. Friend. It's <laughs> what you call a close friend. A close friend. Okay. Yeah, that's my vanity uh, plate. You're my chuckaboo. <laughs> right. You know that one chick at the meetings that never, like, always asks the questions so we can't leave on time? Yes. She's what you call a church bell. Oh, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Get it. A talkative lady. Yeah. All right. And, of course, whenever we get together, it's all beer and Skittles. <laughs> uh, uh, fun and fun and laughs. Fun and games. Good times. Good times. Yes. Yay. So I think we should definitely yep. start using those in everyday conversation. Bring back the Cupid Tim Tams. Wait, right. no, what were they? Cupid symbols? Cupid drums? Uh, Cupid bongos? I believe it was... Bobaloo. Cupid... Cupid's <laughs> Bobaloo. Um, Cupid's bongos drums. Oh, that's why I keep thinking of Bobaloo. <laughs> I don't even know, but I screen capped almost all of them so I could send them to you at random times. I love it. <laughs> just for you. Cupid's kettle drums. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and of course, tomorrow morning when I... Put some. I put a bra on my Cupid's kettle drums and pull on <laughs> my gas pipes. I'll head off to work, and then when I see all the work that I have to do, get the I'll get the morbs. <laughs> Excellent. And wish I was half rat. That's right. <laughs> it's true. I love so it. True. Um, okay, so on to serious serious topics before we get to our main topic of the day. No, there's important things to talk about. Ashley. Okay. Because a woman. That's my serious. <laughs> That's your serious topic, face. Okay. Yes. A woman immediately start serious. laughing. Okay. Serious topic, face. Guess who poisoned her husband? Oh, great. <laughs> With eye drops. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Got 25 years in prison. Wow, that. He didn't die. No, you just get really bad diarrhea. No. Well, actually. She pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter. Sure. Yes, because he died after three days of poisoning. She meant to make him uncomfortable, but not kill him. Uh. Yes. She never thought it would kill him. He died after three days. She just kept dripping Visine into his, you know, into everything. And yes, she got 25 years for voluntary manslaughter. Because she just meant to, like, give him the shits. Yeah. And instead, she killed him. So, for all of you out there who just, you know, are irritated with your significant others and wanted to, like, give them the runs because you saw it on TV one time, I believe, in the episode of uh, CSI, Mm -hmm. where the hooker puts the visine in the guy's things so she can roll them. Mm -hmm. Don't, because this poor lady tried to do that, and now she's going to spend 25 years in the clink. Yep. I think yeah. it's in one of the Oceans movies, too. Probably. It's, 11, a, it's in all the things. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's but not this, this poor lady watched the movies and the TV. She was like, this <laughs> poor is lady, a- <laughs> she killed her husband. I mean, yeah. Not a poor lady. This No, poor lady in the, in the fact that she watched television and movies and was like... Thought it was real. This, yeah, that this, she could do this. It's and not like, yeah. Yeah. It's not a good idea. No. Um... But on a more upbeat note, yes, I have one. Oh no, go ahead. A hunter, S. Thompson, was out. Damn. In Mississippi, IPPI. You know, hunting as hunters do. Yes. Taking his, you know, dogs back because he was hunting with dogs. Sure. As you do in Mississippi. What kind of dogs? 
I mean, you say like I don't have a hunting dog, but yeah, go ahead. Hunting dogs. Okay. He's never know. been hunting before, but yeah, I have one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dogs of hunting type. Sure. And, you know, he went to jump across a little ditch. And <gasps> There's a body. No, he went to like leap across and all of a sudden his head hurt. Oh. And he thought he must have like hit his head when he jumped across the ditch. Oh, no. Right? And then he was like, oh, shit, no. Like, something must have hit me. Like, maybe because hunting season, like, he got shot. Yeah. Right? By some other hunter who was not paying attention. Or somebody hit him with, I love that his first thought was, somebody hit me with an axe. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I mean, okay, what what the fuck, guy? No. Turns out giant snake in a fucking tree coiled up on a limb as he was jumping across (laughs) the little like ravine giant copperhead like out of of the tree and like bit him on the side of the fucking head snake bit my head yeah snake bit his motherfucking head was he okay so yeah, because it's venomous, right? Mm, yeah. Um. So he, like, you know, looked around, shined his light, saw the giant fucking snake in the tree, and was like, holy shit. Oh, bad. Um, and then it struck at him, and that time, like, fell out, and then he realized that it was a, you know, venomous as fuck copperhead. Yeah. Um, so his hunting partner, luckily he was with somebody else. Thank God. Grabbed his ass, like, threw him in the car. Um, luckily they were, like... 10 minutes from a hospital. <laughs> so he got to a oh hospital. God, thank God. Um, it bit him four inches above his ear. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, by the time he got to the hospital, like, it was, like, spread. Like, it was, like, super burning and, like, it had spread. Yeah. His, like, whole, like, head was all, like, swollen. Oh, God. Um, luckily, they were able to, like, call in the way and be like, hey, he was bitten by this kind of snake. So they were ready. Um, yeah. So they were ready. Oh. But I was like, damn, dude. That's one of my nightmares. Especially because usually they're not in trees. But I guess because it was flooded. Yeah. It headed for, you know, dry Higher land. Ground, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh. so, yeah, dude, Copperhead and the motherfucking tree. That's what I, like, oh. seriously, that's like, yeah, that's like my worst nightmare. Well, it's not even for me, Ooh. it's for Jeremy, because he does work with venomous snakes, literally, every single day. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I have to really consciously, most of the time, not think about what he does, because it freaks me out that mm-hmm. the person I love the most But is, at least, like, he is aware, and he's, like, there and, like, dealing with it, like, as opposed to, like... Randomly? Just, like, yeah, you know, yeah. leaping nimbly-bimbly across a ravine, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, chunk out of nowhere, like, snake jumps at you from yeah. a tree. Ugh. That's why when I again, when I lived in Florida, they had the nets hanging above your swimming pool. You're a Florida person. Because otherwise, like, when you'd be swimming sometimes, you hear a little splish-splash. Oh, God, and no. And then there'd be a little snake in the pool because it would, like, be up oh. in the tree and then fall into the pool so they have a net to, like, catch the snakes. I don't like it. I know. It was fucking awful. Especially because like if the net got, like, a hole in it, then the snake would still end up in the pool with you. Ugh, see? And I like snakes, but no thank you. Yeah, see, I don't mind snakes, but I don't want someone with me. No. Like, constrictors, no issue whatsoever. We have two. Yeah. But, like, n- no thank you. Ugh. And I like to know what kind of snake it is as opposed to, like, some random snake that was in a tree all of a sudden is like yeah. fallen into the pool that I'm swimming in. No. Which is not fun. No, it's terrible. Or the time that rattles like the giant rattlesnake was in our garage. No. And then my mom was like came to, you know, go to the market with like little tiny me. <laughs> yeah. And there was a giant rattlesnake like right by the, uh, the car so she like threw me in the car so you did Cujo but with, with the snake well no so she threw me in the car and then like climbed in through my side and like hauled ass and then called my dad and was like there's a giant fucking snake in the garage <laughs> go home and handle that kill it kill it kill it um, yeah so he did it with a golf club and a hoe <laughs> because it was terrifying like, a huge no yeah. it was like a giant snake um, 
hate it because Florida. Because Florida. Yeah. It's, it's the answer to a lot of things. It's like Australia. Florida. Everything wants to kill you there. And it's, uh, the temperature is really uncomfortable. They also have giant spiders. They do. That will like, chase you. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, you see those ones that eat bats? There's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's frightening shit. Yep. Terrifying. Okay. And then now, can we talk about the um, thing you sent me about the ventrilo crystal? Because yes. what the fuck? <laughs> So, yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're wondering about our opening music of um, the weird creepy doll music, it's because Ashley sent me a video that if I actually got productive sleep um, would have kept <laughs> me from getting productive sleep Yes, because dolls are creepy as fuck. This is a really creepy video. Yeah. I think it's fake, and I think it's a really creepy video. Okay, so um, Ashley sent me this story from... A, I don't even know website, Mundo Series, I don't even uh, called Creepy Old Ventriloquist Doll Comes Alive on Video. Yep. Um, which, A, dolls are creepy. Yes. Right? Ventriloquist dolls are Things creepy. like, you know, Robert and Annabelle and all of those aside... Dolls are creepy. Yes. If you have a cabinet full of dolls, I don't want to go to your house. Mm-hmm. Like Anne Rice. My, yeah. My mom and um, <clears throat> left me the cabinet full of those Madame Alexander dolls for like six <laughs> months because I'm pretty convinced that she hates me. And then finally I was like, no, and I boxed them up and made her take them. I can't do this. Um, they have blinky eyes. I don't trust them. <laughs> But yeah, ventriloquist dolls are, and I'm someone who used to make puppets. Yes. Like, yeah, ventriloquist dolls are the worst. Uh, yeah. Someone gave me a Charlie McCarthy, like, thinking it would be cute because yay marionettes because I build puppets. No, fuck that. They're awful. No. no. Um, so. I was playing hide and go seek no. one time with mm-hmm. my cousins at, at my grandma's house, cousin, at my grandma's house, and I hid in a closet, mm-hmm. and when I tried to open the door... My grandma's Charlie McCarthy doll fell down on top of me in the dark. Oh, that's horrible. When so. I was five. And I <laughs> so my grandma had one of those, and she had one that was like one of those weird, um, like Italian Punch and Judy ones. Oh, yeah. You know, with like the pointy, pointy, and like it looks like it's like real drunk. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why do you hate me? Like, okay. Uh, so the article. So Michael Diamond, a 48 year old man. Um, who apparently likes to keep antiques inside his home, direct quote, uh, says that he has a possessed ventriloquist doll. Well, buddy, you chose to keep fucking ventriloquist dummies (laughs) in in your your house. house. So you're asking for it. Like, once you bring... Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you buy the mirror that says, like, this mirror is possessed by a demon, you yeah. can't complain yeah. when all of a sudden you start hearing, like, creepy whispers and blood starts, like, leaking from your ceiling. Yeah. You know, and, like, your dog tries to murder you because you yeah. bought the mirror that said possessed by demon. Like, if you read the Latin out loud, you get to deal with whatever you summoned. That's right. You open the Necronomicon, you read it, it's your fault. Yep. Yeah. So, apparently, um, Michael bought this doll that looks like a fucking horror show. Um, it looks <laughs> it's all like, rotted. It looks like someone took a Charlie McCarthy doll and then, like, lit it on fire because they realized it was evil. And then someone else put it out and went, oh, look, it's so cute. That's what it looks like. Um, he placed it in a glass cabinet for conservation. <laughs> Which, it's already, like, mostly rotten. Right. Yeah, so the box opened only at night to dawn the next day with the door fully open. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, so he started to suspect that someone else was opening the door. So, like, every, like, I guess every night, the doll's, like, cat, like cage door open. Yeah. Would be open. Its display case was open. Yes. In the morning. Uh, so he put a video camera up to see what was going <laughs> to see on. See if his kids were fucking with him. Suspecting, yeah. Which, I mean, again, Valley. You, I would totally do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if Ashley had this in her house, yep. I would 100% sneak over okay. and fuck with it in the middle of the night. Yep. Yeah, 
I would I would get Jeremy to like, let, make <laughs> me a key. You guys had conspired. Yup, 100%. Do you not have keys to my house? No, but I'm going to get one. And when once, like one day, I'm just going to like put ears Here. on. These are yours. Thanks. I'm going to put ears on <laughs> Barley. So like when you guys wake up in the morning, he's just going to be like, what up, guys? Hi. I'm a bunny. I'm a bunny. I'm a bunny. <laughs> okay, great. One day he's going to wear a sign that says like, I know what you've been doing. <laughs> Good shit. Okay, so he while he played this camera, and he caught the door not only opening by itself, mm-hmm. but again, the doll begins to open his eyes and move his lips, and move his mouth, like he wanted to say something. Probably like, "I want to eat your soul." Which again, <laughs> if you watch the video, which you, you watch the video, he's got stupid blinky eyes and his mouth is moving, but it's more like ah 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 ah. Yeah, so if he actually talked, it'd be like ah 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 because he's a marionette, and <laughs> it looks like he's you know eighty five and has been burned. Yeah. He's creepy. Um, so, you know, he, of course, is like, obviously, it's possessed because the door is locked and it has a latch and there's no airflow and, you know, the room has no windows and no doors. Um, so, to keep it from happening, he chained the box and covered it with a blanket like it's a cockatoo. Well, it's nighttime. He wants to go to sleep. That's right. <laughs> night, night. His wife and daughter also fear the doll again. Valid. Valid because. Oh, it's just the head, too, it's, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's literally it's just, just the, the head. head of the marionette. It's not even the full body. Um, and then this guy, like, deserves to have possession in this house because he has a house. Of fucking horrors. <laughs> like, if you look, the picture that he has, like, he has 8 million little tiny creepy fucking mm-hmm. dolls. Everywhere. Of, yeah, all over. Like, it's, it's horrifying. I mean, if you're going to collect dolls, chances are some of them are going to be haunted. Yeah. Like, the more you do it, the higher your yeah. percentage gets. You bought your ticket. You knew what you are getting into. <laughs> right. Can't complain when all of a sudden the, you know. Doll comes to life. Just the head. Yep. The headless horror show that you brought. Sorry. The bodiless horror yep. show that you brought into your house opens its own door and starts trying to talk to you with its little blinky blinky eyes in the middle of the night. It's terrifying. It is. Yeah. And people think my house is creepy. <laughs> Your house isn't creepy. People don't want to use my downstairs toilet because it's spooky. Well, there's a I mean, clown on the toilet. There is. Yes. But you know what? I'm over it. You're, yeah. <laughs> you don't like clowns. I don't like clowns. Except Joker. Yeah, that was weird. But it's like, yeah. I mean, I have friends who, like, legit think my house is spooky as shit. And, which is just sad because my house is spooky as shit. It's really not. (laughs) Clarence and his friends are going to have St. Patrick's Day really inappropriate. Aaron Gobra hats in a bath. Andy Gobra. (laughs) Well, I don't do Valentine's Day, so they're not going to get any kind of Cupid-y shit. Oh, they could have Valentine's Day. They could have Galentine's Day. That'd be cute. They could have a tea party for Galentine's Day. Also, I did a sweet office comment and you didn't catch it. Did I miss an office comment? Yeah. Because he goes, uh, um, God damn it. uh, uh, Andy walks in and he goes, Aaron, go bra. Oh, yeah. And Aaron goes, Andy, Andy, go go bra. bra. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So that's your story of don't you're never gonna sleep again. Can I read you my story of never gonna sleep again? Yeah. Cool. Because then I have a another fan another? fiction. No, <gasps> I have creepy doll fanfic. Fucking sweet. Yeah, man. I themed this shit this week. You're amazing. I know. You I prepped for like five whole minutes. You're what? a sparkly, shining person. Don't tell anyone. Okay. So ready? Uh-huh. Mummy returns. This is from Story Trek. Mummy Returns, voice of 3,000-year-old Egyptian priest brought to life. Sweet. <laughs> yes. So, so this, um, uh, 
this priest mm-hmm. who lived during um, Pharaoh Ramses the Eleventh, which is between 1099 and 1069 BC. Okay, was his name Imhotep? No, it's uh, Nesyamun. N e s y a m u n. Nesyamun. Okay. So um, he was a priest uh, mm-hmm. of Thebes, and he had a being a priest of Thebes, he did a lot of rituals that involved singing. Okay. So he had a strong, it's known that they would have had strong voices because they needed to have it. Mm-hmm. And so they they took his, his little mummified body and um, they uh, scanned it using a, um, what are those called? MRI machines? Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, oh, I forgot, inside his tomb it said it, it was written in his coffin uh, that he do his his wish was to be heard in the afterlife. That was his okay. wish. That was that was in his and his thing thing right. Gotcha. And they were like, "Cool, let's actually do that." All right, right? Because scientists often they get bored. They get bored, yeah. and they you know that's the the Jurassic Park quote of you were so busy figuring out if you could you didn't stop to feel realize if you, you should, should right yes. so they scanned it mm-hmm. and then they made an artificial version of his vocal tract and and voice box okay which is kind of a horror show on its own it looks kind of like a weird creepy dog thing kind of yeah yeah um and so then they you know pushed air through it and gave it a vowel sound to see what his voice would have sounded like so here i'm gonna i'm gonna play it (laughs) (laughs) all right so there you go that's the voice I'm a 3,000-year-old mummy, and now you'll never sleep again. <laughs> okay, no, now I really want to put that, like, on a loop, and then just be like, eh, eh, eh. It's your text message noise. Eh, eh. And if someone's like, what? Be like, what? It's the mummy. It's the mummy. <laughs> you thought he was, like, all sexy in Egyptian? No, he just goes, eh. 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 Like, he doesn't even sound threatening. He's just like, yeah. Eh. Well, I think they just wanted to give him a basic. They're, they're saying that using this... Uh, thing they can um come up with like a- actual language to make him talk i think they just sort of and sound less like a va- like a really annoyed valley girl yeah <laughs> eh, eh. that's what he sounds like <laughs> like you just told him that <laughs> the orange julius was closed oh, eh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Read so, me that fan fiction. Lay right, well, that have, sweet fan fiction on me. You have two choices this evening. Okay. I always choose. Why don't you choose okay, the one you well, want? Okay, well, they're both kind of short, so you could, I guess, technically have both of them, because uh, they're both real short. Well, Andy like, Gilbrod, read me your first one. Okay. So, do you want real dark? Ooh. <laughs> Or slightly. Well, they're both kind of fucking dark. Um, Great. I pick B. Hold on. I haven't. I haven't traced <laughs> yet. Okay. I pick. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> She's putting crayons behind her back. This is again great for podcasting. Yes. <laughs> All right. She put pocket podcast behind her back. No crayons. Okay. Pick a hand. Left for adventure. Alright, you picked. Brown. Cool. Alright, so All we are right. going to read this. It is called Creepy Pasta Schizophrenia. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I chose the dark one. <laughs> you did indeed choose the dark one. Alright. Alright, so this is Creepy Pasta TPT Schizophrenia. Sorry, Creepy Pasta Schizophrenia by TP Tyra. From fanfiction.net. From fanfiction.net. Thank you. Um, indeed. Schizophrenia, a long-term mental disorder of a type involving a breakdown of the relation between thought, emotion, and behavior, leading to faulty perception, inappropriate actions, and feelings, which draw from reality in personal relationships into fantasy and delusion, and a sense of mental fragmentation. Okay. The first line. Makes sense. I walked down the busy streets of New York, a cold evening, 46 degrees at least. As I walked, I heard a noise in a dark alley. 
Of course, being curious, I walked towards the noise. Of course. Mm -hmm. Even though curiosity killed the cat, I saw him and it. Mm. A boy, no older than ten, as I walked towards him. Excuse me, do you have a parent with you? I asked while bending my knees to his height. No, ma'am. I'm with, only with, I'm with my only friend. Mm. Uh, he replied while holding up a doll to my face. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I chuckled. Huh, wasn't this a nice teddy bear? He leaned it against his ear and uttered something I couldn't make out. I then proceeded to ask, would you like to go eat? Uh. He began to mutter to his doll. After a minute of muttering, he spit out, sure, we'd love to go. I told him to go follow me. So you're picking up a kid on the side of the road. Who uh, talks to his doll. I mean, little kids do that. Your kid yeah. talks to Baku constantly. Yeah, and I'm 99% sure that Baku is possessed by a demon who tells my kids to do things. So <laughs> Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Put chicken nuggets in your pocket. <laughs> Keep them safe. Keep them safe. <laughs> yeah, man. See, I don't trust this shit. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, <coughs> so we went to Bleecker Street Pizza. We got inside our t- we got inside got our table and sat down. I tried to make a friendly conversation, but I didn't know what to say. I literally took a kid to a restaurant. I think I'm doing good. He looked at the menu with the doll. I looked too. I decided just get a salad, nothing special. I want a pizza. He exclaimed. I told him he could have anything on the menu. Not like he's gonna order anything expensive. That's when I heard it. He grabbed the doll and started talking to it. I thought he was just playing until I heard these words scattered numerous times. Kill. What about her? Torment. My eyes widened. That's when I would nope the fuck out. My palms sweated. I was frightened. Then I asked him, so where do you sleep? I sound like some (laughs) kind of... What is this adult doing? (laughs) I sound like some kind of kitty stalker. He then said, I sleep in that alley. I then proceeded to ask, do you want to come to my house? He let out a big smile and shouted, Yes, I would love to. I didn't know then what would happen. After an uh, So, disclaimer, people. Um, a, don't pick up strange children no. in alleys. Nope. That's B, illegal. don't invite small children to your house. Nope. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Nope. Uh, gross. Okay. After an hour of eating, we went to my house. Small, but enough, enough room for all of us. So I walked... All of us? Yeah, I it's guess... It's creepy. It is creepy. As I walked to put down my shiny silver key on my granite counter, I told him he could stay here as long as he'd like. I listened to his weird conversation with his doll. I heard a deep noise that laughed. I thought it was just him. I knew it was too deep, though. I washed my old dishes from yesterday. He just kept talking to his doll, not even playing. It was late, so I asked him, Hey, it's getting late. Do you want to stay here for the night? Uh Uh-uh. He nodded and continued to play with his doll. When it got to 9 p.m., I told him it was time for bed. Mm. I tucked him in. For once, I felt happy. Then I saw the doll. The doll was right next to me. At first, I thought the kid was up. He wasn't, so I just sat the doll in his room. Again. Nope. Nope. Mm. All of it's weird. Yep. I went to bed. I fell asleep on the... Okay, no, that doesn't make any sense. But okay. I went to bed. I fell asleep on the couch. I'm Sure. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I must have been dreaming, because what I saw next was terrifying. I saw the kid in a dark room holding the doll, cutting it. Blood gushed everywhere. I screamed, but no sound. All I heard was thumbing of, thumbing of noise. Thumbing of noise. Yes. Yeah, sure. Go with it. He went towards me. He had a knife. New t-shirt. He swinged it. My body was ripped in half. I woke up. I noticed that I was dreaming, that nothing happened to me. It was silent. Then I heard a noise, a thump, a flower vase had been knocked over. The kid was covered in blood, cut all over. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He trembled while gripping his shirt. I'm sorry, he told me to. I started to panic at all the blood. It's okay, I told him. I rushed down the hall, grabbed the first aid kit, and rushed back, ran back to him. The blood on the carpet. I wasn't mad, but worried. I opened it and grabbed a bottle. Uh, this might hurt, I told him while grabbing the bottle. I poured the bottle on his cuts. The hair on his neck standed up. <laughs> his eyes widened. Tears came down his face. A deep scream came out. He grabbed his doll. He was right. You would hurt me. He told me to kill you. Kill you with the glass. Kill you before you hurt me. I'm not sorry. You. He paused. He looked at his doll. 
The tears stopped. An ominous smile creeped on his face. He laughed and spoke. He tells me to kill you. He tells me to tell you. People are cruel. People are sinful. So I do what he says. Bless you. Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. Just break the tension a little. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I don't know where I am. He tells me to kill you. He tells people are cruel. Yeah, there you go. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I really (laughs) fucked up. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I do what he says, my doll. He tells me who is good and who is not. He told me to grab the knife and kill her. He told me to grab the gun and shoot him. He told me to grab the glass and kill you. He grabbed a piece of glass and rushed at me. The piece of glass jammed in my shoulder. He just laughed and laughed. He tried to grab the glass out. It was stuck. Stuck. I pushed him and ran towards the door with the blood gushing out of my arm. You're, like, I, afraid of a six-year-old? I couldn't go open the door. I know. My, he's ten. My oh. arm hurt too much. I tried to use my other arm until it happened. A gushing wound in my back. I fell to my side. I saw the kid. He held his doll in one hand and scissors on the other. He <laughs> laughed and laughed until he spoke. He wants me to end you with the same tool. He used the scissors and cut the doll's stomach. You could see bloody knife with knife cover. What? (laughs) Say that one more time for me, please. (laughs) He used the scissors and cut the doll's stomach. You could see bloody knife with a knife cover. Okay. What was worse, you could see one eyeball, a brown eyeball. Hey, looks like I have another eyeball to add to the group. He grabbed the knife cover off. He pointed at me. He walked towards me. I struggled to get away. He held the knife with both hands and took a swing forward to my stomach. He then went to my face and leaned the knife to my face. He put the hand on my mouth. He put his hand on my mouth. You will not feel a thing, he said. The knife swung down to my face. Swang. Swang. <laughs> I just really enjoy that there was a um, sw- an eyeball inside the creepy doll stomach. Yeah. Well, yeah. another one. Another Add one. to the collection. That's right. He's a collector. I mean, what can you do? Is that is that all of it? Yeah, man. That's how it ends. Oh, okay. Swanged. It's swaying. It's down. <laughs> so that was Creepypasta Schizophrenia by T.P. Tire. Okay. T.P. Tire, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I think you just need maybe some editing. Serious. And a little spell check. Serious spell checking. But um, you know, I like I like I like your vibe. A little pedophile. I don't understand yeah, why the adult took don't the child take home. Kids don't take children home. Home ever. I mean, unless it's your own child. Take your own child home. Yeah, obviously. Um, not rando children. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. Alright. Look, I made a ring. It's so pretty. Okay. Do you want to read the other one? Yeah. It's real short. Okay. Cool. All right. This one is called The Origins of a Button Doll. Okay. I like it. By Lynx the Proxy. From fanfiction.net. That's right. Where the magic happens. (laughs) All right. Once upon a time. No, we're still here. The Origins of Button Doll. Disclaimer. I do not own Slender Man, Eyeless Jack, Laughing Jack, Masky, or Hoodie. I only own my own characters and this backstory. Cool. There once was a toy shop owned by an elderly couple. It was the week before Christmas and the year was 1875. Hmm. After spending weeks upon weeks, the old man had finally finished his most recent creation, a beautiful little rag doll with button eyes. He named her Isabel. She had shiny brown hair pulled up into long flowing pigtails. Her cloth skin was a pale peach with rosy cheeks, and her button eyes were an enchanting green. She was dressed in a pink and cream dress with lace and frills and petticoats, the dress length ending at mid-upper calf, a white high-neck bell-sleeve blouse underneath. Her feet were adorned with knee-high polished black boots. The old man built a tiny wicker basket with white cloth handkerchief over it for her to carry around. Isabel was perched in the display window by the elderly man's wife in hopes that a loving family would take her home to a child who would cherish her. One day, while the wife was out doing the shopping for the evening meal, the old man sat down in his toy shop brainstorming new ideas on what would bring much joy to the children of London. 
when suddenly a man armed with a large knife snuck in and attempted to rob them. Ruh-roh. The old man refused to cooperate, costing his life. The robber turned murderer fled with all the money received from the paying customers from the day. The old man bled out and died on the floor. Hmm. His last emotions of sorrow, pain, anguish, and most of all, rage, swirling within his fading soul. After his soul departed from his body, the atmosphere of the entire shop, shop changed to one of tragedy. The air itself charged with fear and malice most foul. Hmm. An hour later, the wife returned home to find her husband dead. She cried and screamed for help, running into the busy street, gained the attention of several passerby, including that of a police officer. An investigation was held. The murderer was never caught. Still, Isabel remained. After weeks of grieving, the old widow decided she needed to move far, far away from the sorrowful images, sorrowful memories of the toy shop. So she had the windows boarded up and the doors locked forever. Still, Isabel remained alone with nothing but the overpowering negative energy swirling around her. Hmm. Soon, the gloom of the emptiness coupled with the dark history trapped within those four walls manifested into a malevolent entity with only one body could possibly inhabit. Isabel. Isabel. Sinking into the doll, the entity could do nothing but wait. The memories of all the love and devotion put in creating her the blood soaking down the fall the blood soaked down fall of her creator swirling and manifesting 134 years have passed wow the door still locked the window still boarded the spirit that brought Isabel into conscious being still billowing within her late one night an arsonist set fire to the old toy shop it had stood for so many years, <coughs> the literal flames of malicious intent bringing new energy and new power to Isabel, gifting her the ability to alter her appearance. Starting with her height, she now stood at 5'2 instead of her one foot even. The nasty spirit That's that terrifying. resided within her being um, within her being warped her darling innocent appearance to that of nightmares. Her once glossy brown hair darkened to black on one side of her head fading to a gloomy blue on the other, her peach skin paling to the stark white that would remind one of a death pallor. One of her green buttons melted, leaving behind a charred, dripping eye socket, while the other tarnished to a bright, evil red. Her formerly pale lips, now black as pitch. Her pink and cream dress, now a dark burgundy and beige with lace black and frills. The stark white blouse underneath, now dull black. Her boots remain unchanged. The fire burned down the entire building, setting Isabel loose. Filled with an unquenchable rage and thirst for blood, Isabel hunted down the arsonist. <laughs> Quietly manifesting into his kitchen, she grabbed a large meat cleaver with a wooden handle that was hanging on a rack drilled into the wall. She noiselessly walked into the living room, where the man had fallen asleep on the couch in front of the television. His loud snores reverberating through the room. She raised the cleaver and swiftly brought it down upon his arm effectively hacking off his hand. The man awoke with a pained shriek. He stared in shock and horror at the stump where his limb used to be. Then his eyes raised to his attacker and he froze in sheer terror. Isabel cocked her yeah. head to the side, st studying her prey. The man made, made to run from the building, but before he could make it to the door, the cleaver embedded itself in his back. The man howled in agony as a twisted smile etched itself onto Isabel's face. The man fell to the floor, barely conscious from blood loss. Isabel tore her cleaver from his back with a sickening squelch, ripping a barely audible whimper from her victim. Being struck with an idea, she pulled a chair from the kitchen table into the center of the living room. She then proceeded to drag the almost dead man over to the chair. She heaved him up into it, tied some twine she had found on the table around the man in the back of the chair keeping him from slumping forward. She then skipped into the man's bedroom, <laughs> searching for a needle and thread. Finding what she was looking for, she went to his closet, ripped two large buttons off a wool <gasps> peacoat hanging within. I like it. Um, let's see. Humming to herself happily, she walked back out to the man, a bounce in her step. Isabel gave him an imnical grin, threading the needle, she proceeded to sew the man's mouth shut, his muffled screams of torment music to her ears. 
Next, she sewed down his eyelids so he couldn't disrupt her work. Lastly, she sewed the buttons over his closed eyelids. Stepping back and admiring her work, a genuine smile graced her features and a giggle erupted out of her. The man was dead. Oh. Obviously, at that point. <laughs> Sirens were heard very close by and Isabella disappeared back into the shadows. The police found the dead arsonist in one of the most horrific crime scenes to grace London yeah. since Jack the Ripper. A message carved into his bare chest and stomach. Such a beautiful doll, don't you agree? <laughs> Over the next few months, over 20 victims were found with the same doll-like stitching, effectively catching the attention of Slenderman. Slenderman. He had seen the blurred-out devastation and macabre artistry on the national news. He decides to approach Isabel, offering her the option of becoming a proxy. After a lot of thinking, she reluctantly agrees and is given the name Button Doll. Months pass with her moving into Slender Mansion, completing tasks and errands for her master. He has a mansion. Apparently. Um, but become, it's real skinny. Yeah, it's very weird. And becoming close with her fellow, creep, her fellow creepypasta. During the, her first month, she acquired a wicker basket with a cloth cover, not dissimilar to the one the old man had created for many years ago. She brings it with her on kills so that she may collect and bring home treats for her family. A few fresh kidneys for Eyeless Jack, candy for Laughing Jack, and sometimes cheesecake slices for Masky and Hoodie. Her trusty meat cleaver nestled among the, those commandeered goodies. Cool. In the end. Cool. I enjoyed that one. Right? Actually, the image of a five foot two button-eyed doll coming at you with a cleaver, that actually is pretty creepy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the only thing creepier than a regular-sized doll, giant fucking doll. Giant doll. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so good job, Link's the Proxy. Thanks, Link's the Proxy. Yeah, that one was pretty solid. I, I would be happy to, I think it wrapped up kind of quickly, but I would like to hear more of yeah. uh, Button Doll. Yeah. Yeah. Button Doll's pretty fucking creepy. I also like the one melty eye. Yeah. And then the one regular eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there we go. Creepy, creepy dolls. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Never sleep again. I mean, not going to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> life. Just I, joking. I sleep all the time. I, I am. I know. I'm gonna go to sleep. Okay, well, go to sleep. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, stay, stay fresh, cheese bags. We love you. That's right. Go out and do shit. Do shit. Bye. Bye.